You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained episode 96. For some reason, I nearly said 36. I went back in time. Well, here's Back to the Future week, I guess. That makes sense. Anyway, um, there's no Mike Harrison this week because he has had a wisdom tooth issue. Um, and I, that is painful. I, I, I give him respects on everything that's going on right now because I would not want to be him. Um, it's very hard to switch over people after talking to that, but let's... Let's, let's go to our pretty much one of our regular hosts this week. Well, for now, because he's been on so much. Gary. Hey, Yo. Gary. How are you it? doing this week? I am pretty good. How about yourself? Not too bad. I ended up buying Assassin's Creed, even though every game I say I'm not going to buy it. Then I buy yeah. it. That, that's <laughs> unfortunate, then. Yeah. But so far, <laughs> yeah, after, it's been... I stopped buying Assassin's Creed after Black Flag. I'm just like, I don't... <laughs> It's too much of the same thing now. I can't do it anymore. I had your boy because it's in London. Yeah, see, I, I would have bought it, like I've said before, yeah. if it came out like four years ago yeah. in London when everybody wanted it to be in London. And yeah, not anymore, unfortunately. Not for me. Uh, but I'm going to plug my Twitter here, chili underscore UK. Go check it out for some interesting, interesting glitches that I've had so far. Like the invincible guard that I stabbed in the back and walked off, and I yeah just carried on walking forever. <laughs> or, or the he was walking into the light, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've walked with him for about a minute, and he just kept walking, just forever. <laughs> he wouldn't stop walking. He just walked off. Or the the NPC that flew in in front of me and landed through the graphics. I've got a wow. video that I've got to do for later where I assassinate the air. I did the assassination button, but the guy was behind the wall, and it didn't show him getting stabbed. It just showed me stabbing the air, and the air going, Ugh! and then me throwing something on the ground that didn't exist, as the guard behind the wall just fell through the graphics. <laughs> so I assassinated oxygen, the most dangerous of substances. Thus, I stopped playing that game. <laughs> um, so yeah, have you had a busy week? Um, it's it's been fairly steady, yeah. Lots of work stuff, unfortunately. I'm just gonna. I'm just annoyed with the post office. Your parcel still hasn't arrived. Just yeah, the post office. They're gonna take the maximum amount of days. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I think, fourteen. Oh man. Yeah. Anyway, we'll go to. Oh god, damn it, Kevin. Why the hell did I forget that? Hello. Hello, Kevin. How are you? I'm all right, Ben. How are you? Not too bad. Well, I must be half asleep if I kept thinking I was going to call you Frasier for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with it. <laughs> I was thinking I was even anyway. Uh, so how have you been this week? Pretty much all right. Played some Assassin's Creed as well. Mixed how, feelings. How are you? How are you glitching it? It's it's amazing, glitch wise. I've seen more glitches than actual gameplay. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 
interesting game, but mixed feelings. Uh, one another glitch earlier, more glitches where I, you know, you got to do capture targets. I don't know if you got to one of those yet. You got to mm. capture someone alive. It's, it's no, alive. not yet. Well, I captured them, but for some reason they laid perfectly on the floor, and for some reason I couldn't stand up. I was just crouching as carrying this person like a handbag. <laughs> <laughs> but they were yeah, fading in ridiculous. and out of existence as I was walking. They just kept appearing, popping in and out as I was carrying this handbag person. <laughs> Armadi. <laughs> and then you just I wanted to, in, to be fashionable. Yeah, to, to be put honest. in the vehicle to do the mission, and there was nothing in my hand, so I just looked like I was putting nothing into the vehicle, and it still succeeded. <laughs> this game. Ah, so many glitches. So good. Ah. Define good. <laughs> If you're having a laugh, then it's good, in my opinion. Yeah, okay. If you can handle the amount of glitches, it it's fun. Yeah. It helps that I'm like the glitch king. I find glitches everywhere, no matter what the game is. So the glitchiest game in the world versus the glitch king, it's just perfect. <laughs> well, it's not really hard to find glitches in Assassin's Creed, Ben. Yeah, but... <laughs> you only have to start it up, and the first thing you see is probably a glitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, my mate, you know the first mission where you got to assassinate the guy, and then his wife tells you not to kill her? Yeah. Yeah, he pushed her into a table, and it literally clipped <laughs> into the table. <laughs> Became one with the table. <laughs> yeah, I actually... Um, I tried to kill someone there as well, and he completely glitched out through the ground he just disappeared and i was like wait what <laughs> and nothing tried to attack me anymore as well so i was like well i, I guess i'll just try continue <laughs> that was a confusing moment for a second right there oh what, what about the one where i killed someone on a boat and then teleported onto another boat and then i unsynchronized because i got out the area <laughs> yeah i've seen that one uh good times city uh, game yeah oh uh, well this is not assassin's creed PlayStation Uncreed. This is PlayStation Unchained, so we better go to the story of the week. Uh, PS Vita has no first-party games in the pipelines as Sony's too busy with PS4 titles. I thought I'd start with one of the most disappointing stories of the week. Uh, this is by Michael Harridance. Sony has reiterated that it has no first-party titles currently developed for the PS Vita as hardware manufacturers entirely focus on producing new software for the PS4. Is this news to anyone? Any anyone at all? Really? Is this any any kind of news? No. If you're surprised by this, you were not expecting much. One second, <laughs> let me show my surprise. <gasps> oh my god! I'm so shocked. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> uh, that was me trying to be surprised. All right, all right. Good job on that one. You <gasps> sh you, you should be an actor. I should be. Yeah. No, I mean, um, how long has it been since we've seen a proper Vita game? And, and I'm not, like, trying to bash on the, the indies or something. But I mean, like, an actual game that supports, that's being supported by Sony and everything. I mean, it's it's more of an indie game station than a PlayStation to me. That's just disappointing. But then again, at least we're still getting XCOM. That's something. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that, actually. Yeah, it's one of the the last games I think we're going to see that's not an indie game. 
And that's we're getting kind of civilization as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it's coming out in Asia soon, so surely we should get it eventually. Hopefully. Dear, dear Sony, give us more for Vita. Uh, we you need want more. it. More. It's a good device. Don't fucking drop it like a like a damn brick. Uh, you can drop a DS like a brick because they don't break, but don't drop the Vita. <laughs> no, not literally. That's a figure <laughs> of speech. Don't drop it. Yeah. I, uh, but yeah, I can't wait. I wish the Vita had more games. I love my Vita. I haven't used it for so long, except for, for remote play. I don't even use it for that. That's only rarely. That's very rarely that I use it for remote play. Like, yeah. Emergencies. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Gary, uh, what do you think of the Vita not getting first party support? Are you completely shocked like I am? It's just um, like the, the biggest turnaround you've ever heard in your life. It's, it's almost oh. as surprising as that new Call of Duty game that was announced for this year. And I, oh, I know. I can't believe Sony dropping support for one of their products. Uh, that's, that's totally brand new. I mean, it's not on their track record whatsoever. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> one could say this was their beta trial of doing Man. it. You know, it, it's really sad um, because the Vita is a fantastic machine. Um, it kind of makes you really question anything that Sony really puts out outside of a PlayStation, at least in the gaming department now. This is why I'm very hesitant about PlayStation VR um, because I don't want it to turn into another PlayStation move where, oh, look, it's this fantastic technology and nobody's going to support it. Don't you UMD believe it? <laughs> there you go. UMDs, again, terrible stuff. Um, it's just, it, it, it is sad, you know, they had so many opportunities to make the Vita good, especially when they announced, you know, the, the newer model uh, of the Vita where they easily could have just, well, I won't say easily, they could have gone in and said, oh, now it uses regular memory cards instead of our PlayStation memory cards, which in my opinion, single-handedly destroyed the Vita. And are completely overpriced for Insane. whatever they are. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Just it walk man that. away from it. <laughs> it killed it, but you know, I, um, indies are still supporting it, which is fine. There are still some Japanese companies that are supporting it. I know Exceed um, is supporting it a lot. Almost every game they release now also releases on Vita. Um, there are still some Japanese companies that support it, like Atlas and Sega, but. Yeah, it it is sad that Sony has pretty much given up on their own console. It usually never happens and should never happen. If if you're if it's your console, you should be the last developer to develop for it. In for my some opinion. reason, it's normally EA. <laughs> EA never does anything if it doesn't make them money. So I'm not surprised by yeah. Yeah, cause... even they stopped the developing um, for the Vita because they were like, "This isn't working out." That says enough. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fact that they released FIFA, what was it, FIFA 13 or 14 on a PS2 yeah. and not on the Vita was ridiculous. On the freaking PS2 they released that game. I think hmm. it was FIFA 14 that they released on PS2. Oh, man. Because <laughs> the PS2 really needed support then. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> With all its new features. <laughs> 
hey, that network adapter is still usable. <laughs> but yeah, it's unless it's... you live in Europe, because oh no, yeah, we eventually got it, didn't we? We just never got the hard drive. But yeah, yeah. that's that's quite enough. If the PlayStation Two even gets new games, where the Vita <laughs> doesn't, that just says more than enough. Well, it's because Sadly the PS2 is out, certainly Xbox 360 in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no facts on that, but probably. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it is really sad. It, it is. And I'm... You know, the the next game coming out for me is actually next week, which Exceed announced yesterday, was uh, Trials in the Sky's second chapter, which I've been waiting for almost five years for that game to come out, and it's finally coming, so... I'll be pulling my Vita out for that. So nice. Let's not forget the fact that Sony had this one issue where they had a lot of PlayStation One games available for a few moments, and then the next moment it was all gone. And everyone thought they were coming back, but they never came back. Why not? That would have been one of the reasons. Yeah, well, that's, that just makes no sense because one of the reasons I would love to have the Vita active is just play those good old gaming from PlayStation 1 again and stuff. But then there's like these few games you can get and these loads of games you can't get. And that's just disappointing. No, the thing is you can still play them on your Vita though. Like for some reason Sony hasn't released them to download directly on your Vita. But you can download them onto your PS3 and then transfer them onto your Vita and play them then. Yeah, that I know. But, I mean, there was a bigger um, choice of gaming. Gaming? No, of games that you had before that I thought was. Because I remember seeing games like Gex. But I never saw that on the PlayStation Store. Yeah. No, you're right. I think it's mostly just licensing at this point. Yeah. A lot of companies just lost license. They're like, oh, how long it took Mega Man Legends to finally come out? You know, everybody thought, you know, the, they had the licensing with the voice actors. That was the problem. Uh, apparently, that wasn't it. Uh, what the real problem was is they had a licensing from actual convenience stores and soda drinks that were actually in the game that were licensed. And that's where the problem was <laughs> with Capcom. They could not get those licenses back from this soda drink. Um, that was in the game that was advertised, so that's why they couldn't wow. release it for so long. But now it is. Now it's here. So, well, you'll bring up a very good topic. I'm trying to think of Sony products now. I'm running out of ideas of what they've dropped. Um, <laughs> but I think we should go on to our next offensive topic of the week. Um, Gamers are sci-fi geeks who live at home and have no money. That is according to this survey uh, by Michael Harridans. I uh, remember the print that gamers are supposedly geeky types who still at home and possess little to no social skills. Well, I only missed one of those. I mean, uh, none of that is real, honest. Uh, well, according to the new survey by YouGov, I didn't even know it was a, sounds like a government version of YouTube. Uh, that is indeed the case with today's video game fanatics who are described as still living at home and are pretty much broke most of the time in terms of cash. Yeah. I'm... What else? <laughs> broke as in the broke a wall in the house? No, as in they have no <laughs> monies. Well, yeah. that's. Well, if they have no logical. monies, how can they play their games? Because you need to spend the monies to buy the games. Because legal downloads. <laughs> um, 
Financially, they're taking a gross personal under £5,000 and do not place great emphasis on looking physically attractive or young. Well, I think I look pretty damn young myself. And I don't look physically attractive. But I don't care. I look young. That's, anyway, let's describe... What do I describe myself as? Geeky? Yeah. Clever? Yeah. Funny? Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm lazy. I'm nerdy. Introverted? No, I'm not there. And nervous? Yeah, I'm nervous. That's why I talk in a podcast to thousands of people, because I'm completely nervous. Um, so, yeah. Um, well, I, I am I am kind of broke, but I wouldn't say I live at home. I, I live in my own place, on my own. So, yeah. Um, Gary, what, what do you think of this story about people being broke? I think this is a story that should have been written back in 1999. If no, not, because then it would need more extremes and dudes. That that's that was the conception of gamers back then, anyway. And the fact that it's still carrying on in this in mainstream media is a bit ridiculous at this point. Um, especially when you're seeing you know game developers and even gamers making more money than these writers are. Um, they have no right to say anything like that. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> um, you know, uh, when you look at a lot of the you know like PewDiePie, your favorite Ben. When he's, when he's making, you know, millions of dollars every year um, and whoever wrote this article is probably making 20000 a year, that, that's telling you that he has no idea what he's talking about or she, whoever wrote that article. Um, I think it was a she, actually. I can't remember. You know, it's, if you it want to talk matter. about broke people, you talk about artists. Artists are broke. They only make money when they're dead. I'm sorry to say this. That's how artists live. Um, it sucks for them. Uh, they don't get famous until most of them die. And that's not the case here. I think it's just a bit ridiculous to go in and talk about how gamers are broke and, you know, are, are geeks and all that. Like, who uses the word geek now? That's completely offensive, in my opinion. To call so people. 90s. <laughs> exactly. You know? It's just... It, it's a bit ridiculous, in my opinion, to have an article like this exist in 2015, talking about people who enjoyed this hobby. You know, to, to me, it's a hobby. I love playing games. That doesn't mean I'm broke. I have a job. I have a social life. I have friends. You know, maybe she doesn't have friends. So she decides. Ooh, shot fires. <laughs> <Friends. laughs> friends. Friends. Writer friends. Car friend. Yeah. You can look in any medium and write the same article the same way, you know. Oh, Star Wars fans have no life because Star Wars is their life. They have no friends. You can say the same thing about Star Trek fans or the Ring fans, Twilight fans. I can say the same thing about everything. Taylor Swift fans have nothing better to do than follow Taylor Swift and everything well, she does. Fair, that's the they have Taylor no Swift, life. So. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, right? You can pick anything and say this the exact same thing. You know, it's it. It's a it's a bullshit article in my opinion. That that's that's all I have to say on that. Um, and Kevin, what do you think of this? I think it's actually article. just funny. I mean, <laughs> so you took the stereotype and wrote it into an article yet again. Really? Doesn't that say more than enough about how original your actual articles must be? If you if you need a stereotype that's been around for ages. And actually isn't really true anymore since ages as well. <laughs> and you just try to put it back out there again. 
not going to work. One second, I'll do this though. There you go. That's that's all they get. Slow clap. Slow clap. Because we're friends. Friends. Anyway, let's let's go on to a slightly more less depressing article. Uh, Destiny's Kingfall hard mode now available. Here's what to expect. Uh, pretty much expect Kingfall normal mode, but with now darkness modes, uh, you can't be revived. Uh, oh my god, no chat platforming in the high tomeshare. Great, yay. Uh, War Priest will get stronger. The first chest gives free 10 plus gear. Gorgoroth now has unstable light, which makes your character explode. Nearby teammates will also take damage if nearby. Uh, but also, a tip for that is, if you're standing next to the boss himself, the boss takes damage as well. So, uh, the Daughter's Time will start immediately from the second run, while platforms may be further away. Oryx will spawn extra knights to protect the bombs, while the platforms are now harder to reach. So basically, kill the bombs and jump to platforms easier. Uh, not much different than normal raid, <laughs> uh, except 310, so, yeah. If you can do the previous raid, once you've got the gear, you'll be able to do the hard mode without too much of an issue. Um, we'll quickly go on to this one. Uh, Destiny's new update improves loot drops for those looking to boost light level. Basically, um, it's, oh, this is just a guide. I thought it was actually an article. Um, so we'll ignore that. That's just telling you how to level up. Just do nightfalls and strikes. That's easy enough. Um, and do the raid, of course. Normal raid until you're high enough for the hard raid. There you go. That's the guide. Um, Kevin, what do you think of the hard mode raid? Would you try it if you had the peoples? Sure. <laughs> I don't okay. have much to say about that. <laughs> and Gary, would you if if you were playing the Destinies, <laughs> would you do the hard modes of the raids? Oh, I guess so. If I was still playing that game, I mean, it's something new to do in the game. Okay. Well, that was that was all the news on the Destinies. Uh, let's go to Just Cause Free, which has just gone gold. Which what? is a, it's ridiculous because it's out in December. Uh, Square Enix has announced that Just Cause Free has gone gold ahead of its plan to release in December on PS4, PC, and Xbox One. Uh, Avalanche Studio has announced that its highly anticipated open world action title Just Cause Free has just gone officially gone gold and now on track for its release in December. But if it's gold, release it now! Do it! Just go! That would be the best Christmas present ever. Even though it's not Christmas yet. Just go, oh, by the way, that December release we're going to have. Screw that. We've gone gold. Have it now. It's in stores. Go buy it. <laughs> but of course they wouldn't do that because they want more pre-orders. Um, uh, but if, I don't know. If it's gone gold, that means how many, how many patches are we going to have by the time it comes out? Ten? <laughs> Ten day one patches, maybe five day one patches. Um, um, I actually think it's good that it's gone gold so early, because now it gives them more time to work out the kinks, see what the problem is, and fix it all before the game is out. Oh, but, on. but it's gone gold. That means the disc is published. Yeah, the disc they... is published, but like you said, instead of having you know multiple patches as the game comes out, they can potentially fix. 90% of the issues, if there are any issues or at all. they could have weighed like normal people and do it next month and then spent the time from now till then to do the patches and then print it gold when they know it's ready. Well, you got to also remember that they're giving away an actual island 
in the sweepstakes. Really? Wow. <laughs> Is that actually a thing? I believe so, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. I want an island. Island of Chile. You'll get the island, and then you'll get the taxes for the island. <laughs> <laughs> and then you lose the island. What if you miss your own island? <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing, only my own island. Oh. <laughs> it would have the best internet. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I think it's good for them to stick to their December release, though, because there's way too much stuff coming out in November. That's no why I could release it now. It's not November yet. That'll be even worse. You just randomly change the release date. It's coming out on Tuesday. They should what? pull the Sega Saturn. <laughs> Literally say, it's gone gold. Oh, it's in the stores. Go <laughs> uh, pick it up now. It's in, the, it's in your local game or GameStop. Unless you're in Utah, then, then they, they won't have any. Yeah, then they'll lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Kevin, what do you think of the game going gold? Congratulations! But you I don't personally care that much. Okay. <laughs> I'm not really that much of a fan or anything about, you know, just Goss. So. Uh, well, I'm but not either, congratulations! To be you want a free car? No, yeah, I'm actually really you want an island. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really sad it doesn't have a co-op in this one. Because yeah. um, the second one didn't have co-op, and then uh, they fans modded it to have co-op uh, and uh, some sort of multiplayer. And it was so good that Square Enix actually backed it after they saw what it was and allowed them to release it nationwide for everybody to download for free. I would buy Just Cause 3 if it had the co-op. Yeah, I'm kind of really sad that they didn't uh, even try to attempt it, actually. But obviously on the PC, people will mod it and it'll have yeah. awesome multiplayer. But What's the point of doing it themselves? Someone else is going to do it for them. That's yeah. the problem with the mod as well. <laughs> it's, it's nice true. that they did it, but it means that the developers don't have to do it in the future because they can go, oh, well, we'll release it as it is, and then someone will do our job for free for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know me, I'm mostly a single player guy, but in Just Cause, I think a co-op or some type of multiplayer would have been quite fun with all the destruction that game has. Well, with a game that had co-op in a demo, we're going to go to the next topic, Until Dawn. Do you guys even remember that? I didn't even know it had co-op, no. Uh, they had to, when they showed off for the first time, they had like a weird... I wish it, they kept with it, to be honest. Uh, it showed it yeah, behind the scenes. and uh, You know when you got the quick time events to choices? Yeah. Uh, they had multiple people pick their own choices, and then whoever picked the most amount of choices, that's the option it went with. What? <laughs> that doesn't that make good. sense. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds good. <laughs> it doesn't. It, it's just, it'd be fun to try. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, you got a choice like use shortcut or run forward. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. I guess, but then the game was also built to run on the PlayStation Move exclusively, and yeah. thankfully that didn't happen. I think it would be more interesting if the co-op would actually have two people playing different characters, and from their perspective, they only see their part, 
and then see how the story develops around that. But then if you keep going that way, then you'll just go into have Evolve, where you'll play the different characters, and then one person plays the hunter guy person that's trying to kill them. Yeah, no, not like that. Actually, that'd be amazing. Maybe. In fact, that's probably the new Jason game, to be honest. Probably just describe the new Jason game. (laughs) (laughs) You did describe it. That is is exactly what the new Jason game is, man. (laughs) Damn it, Ben. (laughs) That was not in the contract. (laughs) That is what the new Friday 13th game is. It's four against one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll get that I actually, I actually do like Kevin's idea. I think it would have been great if, like, you go into one of the chapters in the game, you know, and people play a different character in each of the chapters. And de- once everybody reaches the end, you know, depending on decisions they make, it affects how the entirety of that chapter ends. I think that would be great. Yeah. Anyway, I should really do this news story. Yes, you should. Until dawn, it's not getting DLC for PS PS Vita. I mean, PSVR. <laughs> it's not getting DLC for the PSV or either. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, the developer for Until Dawn, behind Until Dawn, is not currently working on DLC for Sony PlayStation VR headset. Uh, Supermassive Games said we've seen them too and are great, but we're not currently working on any DLC for Until Dawn at the moment. That's because they're working on a sequel. Until two, until dawn, two, until dusk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> until dawn, two, Stabby's Smeagol's revenge. Oh God! <laughs> I'm sorry, but they look like Smeagol's to me. Those. Wait, what? No spoiling. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> Anyway, until dawn, would you be excited for VR DLC? Uh, let's go with Gary. If um, it existed, that was. I guess, yeah, but I don't know exactly how it would work. I mean, you may as well release it as a standalone, you know, demo or standalone DLC. Kind of for- like what Heavy Rain did with the Move Edition. I uh, guess, yeah. Now, I don't know. It, it'll be weird because, like, everybody will have the game, you know, regular on their PS4, and then they won't be able to play this DLC unless they have the VR. Well, it'll probably be optional VR. I guess, but if you're just going to do that, you may as well just make the whole game optional in VR, in my opinion. Yeah. But, yeah, because, like, if you release the DLC, I'm pretty sure you're going to spend more time making sure that it works great in VR rather than in regular mode, which a lot of people might end up really pissed off about because the quality won't be the same. And, Kevin, what do you think about it? Like Gary just said, um, having the game regularly on PS4 and then DLC as VR DLC would be quite a weird choice that wouldn't work out altogether. So, don't do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> okay, we're going to go to another VR title because 
if I'm honest, I'm looking forward to PlayStation VR. I enjoyed it when I tried it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it did scare me white and make me scream like a little girl. Actually, that's offensive to little girls. <laughs> scream like a little me. Oh. <laughs> uh, I wonder if that video is ever going to go live. Because Sony videoed me screaming. Yeah, at the uh, PlayStation VR sizzle reel at E3. <laughs> Oh, that'd be amazing. Uh, well, I've, there's already a video of me on uh, the PlayStation Network of me trying to pretend to be Fat Princess. So, anything's possible. Uh, so yeah, Volume Coder coming to PlayStation VR as a free expansion. On back of the successful stealth-based indie game Volume created might before that guy. Has revealed that a new expansion will be coming to PSVR at launch. Uh, dubbed Volume Coder, the expansion will feature 30 new levels and a new playable character as playable player steps in the role of the troubleshooter. Okay. Biffle says that the code is an expansion of a volume, so we're pretty sure you'll need to own that game to download it for free. It'll also be user-generated levels. So technically there'll be more levels than they just said because it's user-generated. Um... If you're not played volume, you can pick it up right now at 30% reduction on the PlayStation Store. Um, there is no release date yet on the PS Vita. PS Vita, PS VR. <laughs> I've got PS VR in my head now. Uh, Sony's Battery Head says launch in the first quarter of 2016. Uh, Kevin, I, would you buy. Well, have you got volume and are you looking forward to the volume VR mode thing? I don't have it, but it's really nice that they just give it out for free instead of like, hey, here's a DLC pack, buy it for this price. doesn't happen often that something with such a change is free. So that's a nice thing. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Gary, what do you think? Um, I agree with what uh, Kevin just said. I think it's fantastic. The fact that it's... 30 new levels, not like levels you already played in the original volume, I think is great. And the fact that it's free, that's that's a big plus, in my opinion. Now, will um, that mean the original levels support VR? Even better, then you get double the levels in VR. You know? Um, for the game, Yeah, the game itself, I think, is, is perfectly suited for VR, you know? So... Yeah. Or more power to them. It's it's really nice of them to do that. Okay, well, we're going to go to the next article where I'm going to completely butcher the name of the game. So, warning everyone who's a big fan of this series because I'm going to butcher it like hell. I'll read it for you. What is it? Ah, oh, by like. <laughs> Sh- go ahead. Shinmu free. <laughs> 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 Developer admit 60, uh, 60 FPS, 60 P's on the PS4 may be too difficult. Uh, Yu Suzuki has revealed that he's aiming for 30 FPS for the PS4 version of Shen- Shinmu's 3, admitting that the 60 frames per second might be too hard to reach. Uh, the creator behind the Sh- Sh- Shinmu franchise has said that he's targeting the 30 FPS for the PS4's uh, version of the hotly anticipated third entry in the action RPG series. Which, even though I've never played uh, the Shenmue's 1 and 2, I've bought Shenmue 3 for $100, just because it looks shiny. Anyway, Gary, what do you think of the the lack of peas and the 
the 30p's instead of the 60p's. I have absolutely no problems with this whatsoever. I don't understand why Shenmue needs to be at 60 frames a second. Um, they it's should a... just turn down the graphics, make it 2D, <laughs> and pixelate it, and make it 120 frames per second at 4K. The game from the the last two games... <laughs> God, whoa, what is that? Sorry. Um... <laughs> Um, yeah, the last two games, like, I wasn't, like, running and gunning the whole time for me to have 60 frames a second. It's a story-driven game where I go to work in the morning, I come home, <laughs> I go train. It's like a life simulator, if anything else. That's how the, the first two games were, with an awesome story that never got to be finished. So I have absolutely no reason to... to like care if it's 60 frames a second i think the game will run better at 30 frames a second rather than 60 because i i want to see my awesome you know forklifting skills in in slow-mo rather than fast mode so <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's yeah yeah there's I'm, so i'm annoyed time. though that they, they said that shenmue 3 won't finish the story though Oh, let's not get started on that. <laughs> that's a whole different level. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different level of more people being pissed off than, than anything else. Um, like, There's so many fantastic games that aren't 60 frames a second. Why do people complain that they need they need the 60 frames a second? Like, a game can't function without 60 frames a second. Uncharted, Uncharted was never 60 frames. Well, the Last of Us was never 60 frames. Metal Gear Solid 5 is not 60 frames. All fantastic games, and yet people are still going to complain that it's not 60 frames. It's insane to me. Because reasons. People are just spoiled. It's as simple as that. They forgot that. We started out with 16-bit games. Not even that. Even lower than that. And that we now got these games, and they're now like, uh, I want 60 FPS. Okay, there is a difference between 60 FPS and 30 FPS, but it's not life and death. You know, if you play a game at 30 FPS, you won't know it's gonna, how it's going to feel in 60 FPS because it's not 60 FPS. So what's the problem? Uh, it's, just oh, it's great. Just buy the game on PC that's locked at 30 frames, turn it to 60 and see the difference. Most of those 30 frames a second games do not run very well at 60 frames. They well, no, like because shit. they were made for 30, not 60. Exactly. That's logical. Uh, it's like watching a few the Naruto games on PC. It's hilarious. The game just lags and crashes if you unlock it to 60 frames because the animations and the cutscenes are designed to be 30 frames. It just goes mental if you do it. Oh. I'd rather have my game look good and play good at 30 frames than look like shit and play good at 60 frames. I'm sorry. I agree. That's the first thing that takes the hit. It, it's always the graphics that take the hit when it comes to the 60 frames. Your game is just not going to look as good at 60 frames. It's, it's that simple. Can you imagine, like, The Last of Us, you know, not looking as good as it did if it ran at 60 frames? I can't. I don't want to see that game looking that bad, personally. I, I like my, I only like... There's only certain games that I think deserve to be 60 frames, and that's... Very fast racing games. Like, I'm talking very fast. I mean, like, wipeout speeds. Uh, shooting games that are fa- first, uh, f- uh, 
first person at fast paced, so Unreal Tournament, the Dooms, the Call of Duties. Uh, apart from that, I can't really say any game that needs to be 60 frames, in my opinion. Sure, it, it doesn't hurt, it doesn't hurt, but those are the games that really need it. Yeah, but see, in some games it does hurt. Look at the backlash that Halo 5 is getting. Oh yeah, Be- well that's the first person. Yeah, the fact that they ha- wanted to make it 60 frames a second, they had to sacrifice the co-op in the game. The, to split the, the split screen co-op and multiplayer. That doesn't exist anymore. People are pissed. Why? Because they wanted to make it 60 frames. Call of Duty is the same thing. They wanted to make it 60 frames, and now it doesn't have the split screen multiplayer anymore. It's all online. That's the sacrifice. And it sucks, in my opinion. Halo has always been couch co-op multiplayer for me. I love Halo couch co-op multi- or multiplayer, and now I can't do that anymore. To be honest, you know? the developers, what they should do is just have it 60 frames per second single player, and then when you're playing split screen, have it locked at 30. Now, that's what they did with uh, Call of Duty World yeah. at War. Or it, it was super fast, and then you went into co-op, and the game looked like a PS2 game when you're doing the couch co-op. Uh, uh, what, it what, took uh, such a serious graphical hit, but hey, you can still play it with your friend. Oh, there was a game I played recently that was on PS4 that was like that. I can't remember what it was now. Oh, what was it? It was horrendous in... It was actually horrendous in two-player mode. I can't remember <laughs> what game it was now. And no, it wasn't Tony Hawk's because I won that game, but I can't play it yet. Well, that game was horrendous in single player. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I'm just thinking it it ran so badly in co-op. I can't remember what it was now. Uh, it'll come to me eventually. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about about the 60 frames over the 30 frames, uh, Gary? No, I'm I'm fine. Kevin, is there anything you want to talk about over 60 frames over 30 frames per second? <laughs> nah. Okay, we're finished with the P's. We're going to go back to the VR. Uh, Square Enix plans to bring a classic IP to PS4 and target PlayStation VR. Uh, Final Fantasy developer Square Enix... Is, <laughs> I, like, I don't like that. They, they make more than just Final Fantasy, but anyway. Uh, it's, it's exploring the possibilities of PlayStation VR and plans to bring at least one of its popular IPs to PS4. Oh, I wonder what... What the game they want VR for? I know what it is. Oh, what is it? It's Dissidia. Really? No, I have no idea. Oh, I just that'd that'd be amazing. That'll be a terrible game for VR. Are you kidding me? Oh, I want it in VR. That'd be amazing. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, it might be. Um, uh, Tomb Raider. Nah, that's not Square Enix IP, is it? Really, it's Eidos. Edi- yeah, but Square Enix owns them, so technically. Yeah. Oh, actually, I I wouldn't be surprised if it's Deus Ex. That then you can pre-order the Deus Ex to augment your VR. I, you know what? It, it's most likely going to be Dragon Quest. Yeah. It's because the combat in Dragon Quest is already first person, so I would not be surprised if they just keep it that way, and because it is a classic franchise for them. Um, yeah. it, it'll most likely be Dragon Quest. Yeah. Though, well, I'd like Kingdom Hearts, but I think Kingdom Hearts would be way too fast-paced. Yeah. But if it's anything out of this list of five that's on this website, psu.com, by the way, uh, I would like to pick Legacy of Kane. 
Oh, God. Because I like the Legacy of Kane games. They were so good, man. What happened? Why can I not have a new Legacy of Kane game? Because they got cancelled. Yeah, it did get cancelled. But then again, uh, I wouldn't want it to be what, what what they showed off in that new one. Yeah, like, I, I'm so. happy it got cancelled. It doesn't make me sad at all. Yeah. Uh, but still, a good Legacy of Kane game in, in, in VR would be amazing. Now, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could be a new Saga Frontier game. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like when you say classic, it's really hard to pick because Square Enix considers everything they've done classic. Yeah, even so, if the games came out last week, it's a classic IP. <laughs> yeah, it's impossible to pick one. Um, in my opinion, it's either going to be Dragon Quest or, or something of Final Fantasy. Uh, take your pick. Um, Final gonna... Fantasy Chocobo's Dungeon VR. Maybe. <laughs> it's going to be something simple. It's not going to be something grandiose. It's not going to be like an 80-hour RPG. Bouncer 2. Bouncer ring. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, it, it's, in my opinion, it's either going to be Dragon Quest or Final Fantasy. It's going to be something simple. For that. that game I can never pronounce, so I'm going to butch it right now. Egg hurts, sir. Egg hurts, sir. I know what you're talking about. The, the fighting it's, game. Uh, yeah. Urges. Urges, that's it. <laughs> oh, that never got released here, by the way, from what I can tell. The UK? Yeah. You didn't miss out on much, Ben. Oh. <laughs> anyway, Kevin, what do you what, what do you think of Square Enix bringing a classic IP to the PS4? Curious what the result typing. will be. <laughs> 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 No, I'm uh, curious what the result will be, and um, I have no idea what to guess, what kind of game it will be, or what game it will be, but we'll see what they bring up, if they bring anything up. Oh, they'll bring something up. Well, I know they showed off, uh, I don't know if you knew about this, Gary, they showed off Final Fantasy XIV in VR. Yeah, and they picked the worst boss fight to, yeah, to show off. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, actually, this is two news articles. I'm reading it right now. It's they're planning to do a VR game, and they're planning to bring back a classic IP. Ah. Okay. Well, the article name tricked me. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, In the case, cla- please bring back Legacy of Kane as a classic IP. That'd be amazing. <laughs> and VR, yeah. we want classic Legacy of Kane, please, as well. Yeah, especially since Defiance ended on the cliffhanger, which just pisses me off yeah. even more. Uh yeah, uh, I heard that got cancelled. What got cancelled? Defiance. No, Defiance was the last one that released on PS2. Oh, for some reason I was thinking of the TV show. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it said left on the cliffhanger. I instantly thought of the TV show for some reason. No, the TV show ended just fine. In my <laughs> okay, anyway. Let's, let's go from less confusing topics to something that should be in VR if it wasn't this game. Which doesn't make sense, but they will once I've said the review, because we're on to reviews. Uh, Minecraft Story Mode, Episode 1, The Order of the Stone. This was written by Neil Bolt, who... It's, I can't believe how much he's written, even though he's had a child recently. Well, no, he hasn't had a child. His wife had a child. He didn't have a child. Don't don't be writing stuff to Pierce about happened? how we have magical, hus- magical men. What's up, Gary? Nothing. <laughs> 
the final word, Order of the Stone continues to tell town one of the strong opening episodes of this to their series. The drawbacks are mainly down to a weak spot in Cartwright's Minecraft and the air of that gets more affected with each passing Telltale series. Uh, we like the good family-friendly story, the warm, appreci- warm appreciation of Minecraft fandom. Jesse is an immensely likeable hero figure. Uh, we dislike the same old Telltale formula, weak support in class. Non-Minecraft fans are not going to get the same, fame, same fun feeling from it. 7.5 out of 10. Kevin, would you purchase... Minecraft The Order of the Stone episode 1 no okay <laughs> the game itself oh. um, not story mode 1 but Minecraft itself is fun for a while but I don't see the whole storyline thing that's just personally I think this is more like the game's very successful we have a, a nice pair of telltale games out let's just put them together and try get some out of it. That's how I see it. it I don't see the like fun in it. Yeah. yeah. And Gary, what do you think of Minecraft, the story of the old stone diamond? I, honest, I honestly don't care. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I'm not a big Minecraft fan at the start, and just like Kevin said, I think it's just a cash cow to continue to keep Minecraft going with something new. Moo. <laughs> Well, now that Gary... I, I will say this, the the pig is adorable in that game. Like I play it just for that pig. <laughs> well, now that we know that Game of Thrones Telltale's ending soon, Teleborderlands is ending soon. I think we're going to get an announcement. At, I don't know, sometime this year, of Star Wars, the Telltale game. God no. I can see it happening. Just no. I mean. <laughs> I can see it happen, but that would be your typical cash cow. Of course it would be. It's telltale And that games. would be so bad. I mean, you know, if you do a Star Wars game, just give us the Star Wars 1313 that you were making in the past. That's just been cancelled because Disney. Just give us that. Well, you got the or... Dead Space Star Wars game being made. What? The, the, the person who wrote Dead Space is working on a Star Wars game. Visceral. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm just curious if we actually will get a proper Star Wars game then, because Battlefront is not it, in my opinion. See, I can see Telltale doing like a spin-off storyline based on the new movie, based on some characters in the movie that don't get actual storylines. I think they'll do it for for next year's movie, actually. Yeah. Well, no, I think they'll do it for this year's, but it'll be out next year. Yeah, that's all I mean. It'd be a spin-off of this year's out next year. And then the spin-off will end just before the second movie. And then once the second movie start plays, then the spin-off sequel will start again the next year based on some generic character from the second movie. <laughs> Stormtrooper B. Oh no! I must stop <laughs> this person because reasons. Try to hit the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I will say I, I, I won't be surprised, Ben, if they did announce the Star Wars game. Um, personally, I don't think it's going to have anything to do with the movies. I think that it's actually going to be more based around the Rebels uh, animated series going on right now. Um, yeah, I, think, I think that'll be a better choice for them than to do it off the movies. Um, but it still would be a bad choice. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, but I th- I think when you look at um, Disney right now, they'd rather put have a big budget game come out for Star Wars rather than, in my opinion, would be a low budget game. Is something that Telltale's would put out. Well, um, it's all about EA so- as well, though, because EA owns the license rights to Star Wars for games. A game license, so yeah, yeah, they'll definitely not let them do it because they just want to do it themselves. We're screwed. <laughs> EA is in the license and the DLC and the expansion packs, but it's not in the game. <laughs> Field the game. EA, it's in the yeah. DLC. Now that Borderlands is over, uh, Game of Thrones is ending, I think, next month. Um, there, There's two spots now for them to do. I think we'll finally see what the Marvel one they're doing that they announced uh, last year. Um what their Marvel game is going to be, and it's probably, and after that, it's probably going to be The Walking Dead season three. Well, no, they said they've got a secret project that's not like their normal games that they're working on as well. Oh well, better be the X Files. No, that they said was TV based as well. There's going to be like X Files. Please. <laughs> now that I would approve. Yeah, they did it properly. Fantastic. No, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be a TV show as well. The actual game. It's gonna not. It's not. It's a unique IP to Telltale's. Oh man! So yeah, it's gonna be that Microsoft game, Quantum Break, or whatever that's called. Because that's by what we call it. Uh, Remedy. What we call it? Yeah, that's Remedy. <laughs> At first, I I don't like that idea. I don't want it to be based off a TV show that starts <laughs> next year. Oh, that's just weird to me. That's, that's the secret plan thing that they were. Well, it's about. a terrible secret plan. <laughs> okay, unless, well, we're... unless they're gonna do a uh, um, what's it called? Ah, oh, man, now I forgot what it's called. Never mind. Move well, on. we're talking about terrible plans and terrible names. I'm sorry, but this game just named uh, the Jackbox Party Pack Two. This is reviewed by John Paul Jones. What a bad name! Hey, even the a... screenshots look really bad. <laughs> yeah, somehow it's got really good score. I don't even what. A wonderful elective collection of local multiplayer curiosities. The second coming of the Jackbox Party Pack is somewhat uneven, and when it comes to quality, but remains a strong choice for gamers and non-gamer folks alike looking for a multiplayer party fix. Uh, we like the beautifully offbeat selection of games. The Fibbage 2, Quiplish, and Bombcourt are hugely entertaining. Never heard of those, but cool. Uh, brilliant accessible to non-gamers. We dislike the Biddets. It's far too complicated. No way, no accessible enough. Earwax isn't. Very much fun. Well, I agree with that. Earwax is never fun. Appeal can be limited without the right number of players. 7.5 out of 10. Uh, Kevin, what do you think of Jokebox Party Pack 2? <laughs> no words. I... The the third box on the screenshot of, of the second page of the review looks like it has a potato. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> tempted to get the game because of that. <laughs> because of a potato. Potatoes are, are cool. Well, yeah, I guess it might be interesting for people who look for a quick fix party game, but not really my thing. And Gary, what do you think of Jackbox Party 2 Electric Boogaloo? Not for me. I prefer my board games to be board games, not digitalized. Um, I I can't imagine myself playing a board game on my PS4 when I'd rather play it on the desk with actual boards. It, it, it just takes <laughs> away the board in yeah. games. <laughs> so it's not really a board game anymore, it's just a game. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I'd rather have the physical board game. Yeah, I agree. For me. Uh, okay. Saint Seiya's Soldier's Soul. S. Saint Seiya. I think you said that right. Uh, yeah. Try that John... three times fast. <laughs> I can barely say it one time fast, let alone three times fast. I know. Uh, by John Paul Jones. For some reason, I forgot this is two people. I have to sort of like pads my talk until I get to the bottom, which was totally believable. Uh, the final word, a simplistic yet visually attractive take on anime that's been around longer than most of the people reading this. Saint Seiya's Soldier's Soul is a decent prospect for newcomers to the fighting genre, but only holds far less to play for long-time scrapping veterans who want a little more depth from their digital brawlers. I didn't even know it was a fighting game. Uh, colorfully vibrant anime style visuals, easy to play and sub- suitable for newcomers to the genre. Uh, massive rosters of characters. Fight. We dislike the fighting gameplay. It's too simplistic, with precious little variety in how the characters play. Uh, story mode doesn't do a good job of clunging up the new fans. Uh, cluing up, sorry. Uh, in-game economy feels too grindy. Uh, 5.5 out of 10. Gary, would you play Saint Seiya's Soul Soldiers? Said that wrong, but... Um. Yeah, I I I play it. I wouldn't buy it. Um, ah. <laughs> um, I, I've seen the anime. Um, it's okay. It's uh, it's, it's another one of those weird, like Dragon Ball slash Naruto type animes where it just keeps going forever. Um, Naruto's ended. Well, yeah, Dragon Ball ended, you know, ten years ago, and <laughs> it's coming back. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, um. Yeah, I, I I'd play it just to try it, but I I wouldn't buy it. It is it is a, a very old anime though. I'm surprised to see so many games coming out based on such an old IP now. But hey, more power I to. I kind of like that though. Yeah, I, I, I I'm not saying it's bad. I think it's great. You know, it really brings it. You know, for fans especially of that franchise, you know, they get to play the game that they probably never got to play a game of Saint Seiya back when it was an anime. A long-running anime, so okay, good for that. Okay, okay, Kevin, would you play Escape? <laughs> Not even gonna try the title. <laughs> no, um, no, because so... I don't have it for reference anymore. Post <laughs> the tab. Saint it's... Sawyer's <laughs> Saint Soldier's. <laughs> no, it's it's not really my type of thing. Um, I can see why. It can be interesting to people who are more into anime, but personally, 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 um, yeah, no. <laughs> See, we're all losing how to speak English as the further along we go through this podcast. <laughs> okay, Blaz Blue Chrono Phantasm Edition, uh, Phantasm Extended Review by John Paul Jones, uh, who recently got promoted, so congratulations, John, uh, Welcome to being a senior editor. Congratulations. Uh, the final word is, even though it stands as a more refinement over its in- immediate presence than a genuine leap, uh, the latest entry in the Blaz Blue series stays true to form by overwhelming players with a delicious deep combat system, brilliant cast of characters and purple avalanche of content. We like the absolute sublime visuals, the endless deep combat system that suits both newcomers and veterans alike. It's tremendous and varied roster of fighters uh, we dislike the doesn't offer a lot of a blast blue chrono phantasm 
some side story content falls a little flat. Nine out of ten. Kevin, would you play Blaz Blue Chrono Phantasm Extended? Nope. <laughs> I'm really horrible at that type of game, so I'm not even gonna bother. And Gary. Yes. Would you play Blaz Blue Chrono Phantasm Extended? Well, I, I love that franchise. It's my second favorite 2D brawler outside of Guilty Gear. Um, hell yeah, I'd play it. I love the character. The art style is always fantastic. Arc System Works is just incredible with their 2D art. Um, so yeah, I, I would definitely buy it. I actually had no idea this was a fighting game. I thought this was the, the visual novel game <laughs> that they released. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, I would totally play this. I had no idea there was this. This came out on the PS4 actually. I thought it was just Vita only. Interesting. Okay, now we're going into the most important games of the week. These games are far more important than anything we have talked about so far. In fact, I wish I had reviewed them myself because they are games of the years, both of them. I know that doesn't make sense, but. They are both games of the years. Okay, we're going to go with the biggest intro. Now, that's what I call the Sing Stars. That's what I call Sing PS4 Review. Uh, this was by Neil Bolt. By the looks of things, it has the music videos. It does look good. Um, ooh, another compliment karaoke game to add to the ever-increasing pile, limiting the original ideas and persisting the poor range of variety in musical terms. Now that's what I call Sing is rather underwhelming addition to a genre. Uh, presentation is slick, solid karaoke action, some new modes. We dislike the looks and sounds too much like the competition. <laughs> Forcing variety. And to remind that James Blunt still walks among us. Damn you, James Blunt. <laughs> uh, 5.0 out of 10. I think, I think the biggest question is not would you buy this Gary or would you buy this Kevin is should I buy this me? Maybe we should ask you instead, huh? Yeah, maybe I should, I should buy this and stream, stream my amazing voice. You should, yeah. I, I think this is why the the reason I gave, gave it a five was because the game failed him because of his voice. <laughs> I mean, I would be so good singing Anaconda. Sing it right now, Ben. Let's hear it. No, because it's it's just karaoke. So you need the lyrics in front of you. Otherwise, it's not fair to the people that are doing this game. Make up your own words, Brandon. <laughs> uh, so, if you want me to to to, to sing this, send me an email at ben.shillabillhall at psu.com and I may purchase this 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 this, this thing. thing. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I've got to say this now. Kevin, will you purchase Sing? Now, that's why I call Sing no, no, even if it's forced, no. If it's free, no. Okay. Uh, Gary. I think I think we as a group at PSU should all buy this game <laughs> and, and stream it together as we karaoke and have the fans decide who the winner is. That that would be the greatest and Hell. horriblest thing ever. Oh God, why? <laughs> I'll cut that out of the podcast. <laughs> now I need to check game to see how much this is. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome! Uh, um, so, yeah. No, I I will not buy this. 
um, I have nobody to sing with, so I'm all. Don't you want to sing Avicii "Wake Me Up"? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's only thirty-five quid as well with a microphone. All right, I think Ben is off to the store. <laughs> <laughs> Sudden silence. Ben off to the store. Off to buy his game. <laughs> I mean, it's just got a, a shiny cover. Kind of want it. Oh God. There's a lot of things that I want, and I'm a collector. I do not want that in my collection. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I think we've we've covered that great game of the year. Now we're going to go on to the next game of the year. Guitar Hero Live for PS4. And this wasn't written by an employee of Harmonix. This was written by Ernest Lynn instead. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a short jab. Uh, Ernest Lynn sounds like a name that works at Harmonix. <laughs> well, that's why I'm just confirming that it wasn't. Just to make Can sure. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the final word... Guitar Hero Live brings a welcome challenge, fun and excitement with its new guitar controller and new, a new interesting system to experience new songs via GHTV. Uh, we like new challenging guitar here, guitar. The great set list fitted with variety GHTV model for additional songs. The fact this wasn't written by Harmonix. Uh, we dislike the vocals experiences lousy. The GHTV connecting times can be a bit long and no option for smaller all-access party pass increments. 8.5 out of 10. Uh, I hate the model that they've done with this. I hate it so much. I what want to purchase the songs, not rent them. Wait, 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 wait. You rent the songs? Yeah, you rent the songs. Are you serious? Yeah. What? You rent the songs for, I think, a certain amount of time or 24 hours. And then a certain amount of plays or 24 hours and then you got to pay again. So it's microtransactions to the extreme. The only benefit is the game, you earn the currency in the game to purchase the rental songs as well. Okay. You can get all the games by doing all the songs by doing some other songs in shuffle mode. <laughs> you know like Spotify but not as good. And not Spotify. <laughs> so it's not Spotify. <laughs> well, you know, Spotify, you've got your free shuffle. But then, to get the songs, you have to pay, technically. You know, if you want them in the way you want it on certain devices. Without ads. Well, I agree with you. That That is a pretty crappy model, yeah. but... Like, I haven't tried it yet, so I can't say really how bad it is, but... No, I haven't just said tried it either. And I'm not trying this game because I'm rubbish with guitars. Even though I did guitar lessons as a kid, I'm rubbish with them. Uh, yeah. I, I played this uh, at Gaming Con. I did have fun with it. So yeah. it was fun, but... But was it $100 worth of fun? Plus DLC. Well, you got to take into account that in the $100, you also have the guitar controller. So it's not just the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, To me, it really depends on, on the... The tracks that I get to play. Um, to me personally, I think the first Guitar Hero had the best song selection of all of them. Um, yeah. Obviously, then they went off and did you know Beatles and yeah. Aerosmith. 
standalone ones. And but Queen, I think. Yeah, when it when it came to you know the mixed songs best like one, two, three, you know, I thought the first one had the best selection. Um, so it, to me, it really just comes down to the song selection, quite honestly. Queen is the best part of all time. Queen. Wow. I, I'd rather like I I would like to have more Jimi Hendrix, but you know that's just me. Oh, or you know Eric Clapton, but you know who am I? Queen, Queen is well, more for rock band, not for Guitar Hero band. Stop saying Mercury. Oh my god. <laughs> Why don't you just say David Bowie and everybody will be happy. There we go. Need more David Bowie. <laughs> David this Bowie. Is, this is not a hype, no podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would totally buy a David Bowie Guitar Hero. Just so you know. <laughs> Even though it has nothing to do with guitars. I'll still Get, buy it. Guitar Bowie Hero. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> uh, so but, Kevin, no, I, I do want to say this: it's ah. nice to see, you know, companies going back to the music industry yeah. or the music genre, I guess you can say. Since, well, it's the two companies that killed it in the first place: Activision and um, whoever's doing Rock Band. I don't remember their name. I don't remember them. Yeah, but since they're they're the two that killed the franchise, it's nice to see them trying to bring it back now. <laughs> I agree. So, um, and right. Kevin, what do you think of Guitar Hero Live PS4? Well, um, Will you buy it? I actually definitely am thinking of getting this together with Rock Band as well, so I see the difference of both. I've never played Rock Band. I have played Guitar Hero in the past. So it's quite interesting to see how they try to bring it back. And the only thing yeah, I'm... Yeah, copyright strike, you stream it. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> That Rod wouldn't Band even surprise me. Okay, then Rock Band is for four people. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I do have to say I, I'm a bit curious as well. Um, I don't know all these songs in the track list myself. And that is important, though, because if I look at it, I see Skrillex in the track list for Guitar Hero Live. What? And I generally wonder, how is that in the game? <laughs> <laughs> Dubstep guitars. Yeah. Amazing. What? Exactly. That's... <laughs> that reaction, Gary, is what I had as well, but silently. <laughs> I don't get how that's in the game, but at the same time, I see Tenacious D in it, and Wait. that actually is interesting. And System of a Down and stuff like that. So that's interesting. Some Queen. So Wait. I don't know. I'll see how it is when I actually get it. I'm curious. Some songs definitely don't belong in it, but... And it's harmonics that make Rock Band add a look. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That's our reviews for the week. Um, so, I think we should go to... What have you been playing, Kevin? Assassin's Creed Syndicate. And well, that's pretty you much it, actually. play that, you just glitch it but yeah okay yeah it's not really playing (laughs) (laughs) it's trying to get it to work but no um i've been playing that game and that's pretty much it i think is there anything else i don't i don't know i don't think there is anything else Uh, for me this week what do you think of my amazing assassin's creed promotional hat gorgeous (laughs) it looks like it was just coming out of the 1900s (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway, Gary, what have you been playing this week? Uh, the Witcher 3. Eh? Still. Wow. <laughs> 230 hours in, I'm well, still going I'm strong. going to find you now. Make sure you do the Final Fantasy event. Yeah, I know. I, I need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it takes about 15 minutes, 20 minutes tops. And you get everything right away? Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Isn't the the big update coming out next month? Yeah, next month. Two dungeons, a raid, and story. Nice. I still need to finish the story of Heaven Sword. Well, I'll help you through it sometime if you want. Just say when you're on. No, definitely, definitely. I know. I I, I like you know. You're always playing Destiny now, Ben, because yeah. you know you have to like get killed by walls and stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> you know. Priorities, Gary. <laughs> That's what you're into, you know. That's what you're into. <laughs> well, I've been waiting for the to content of Final Fantasy. Destiny's actually had new content. Final Fantasy's had nothing really, apart from Savage Mode for me to do. I've been in all the dungeons on my own now, pretty much. You know, the original content ones. So, well, that I can physically do that. I don't have to somehow break mechanics to be able to beat. Uh, so yeah. Anything else you've been playing, Gary? Um, I think that is all I've been playing. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, as you said, I've been playing a lot of Destiny. I've been playing five recently as well. Can't mention it. Uh, and I've been playing Final Fantasy recently. I got the event items. You get a, a broom that flies, a mount. Um, the broom is a mount. Yeah, the yeah. That is amazing. And it flies as well. Oh yeah. Um, you and I've been playing well. Glitch in Assassin's Creed, which if you what if you read through my Twitter, you'll see some of the interesting glitches. Uh, and I can't wait till next week when I can play, because it's going to be amazing. I hope, but I can't say anything about the game so. In fact, saying that probably broke the NDA, so I'm just going to say, rrr, rrr, rrr. we'll be out next week to play for certain people. I can beep it out if you want. <laughs> uh, I just said, rrr, rrr, so. All right. I, 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 I don't think anyone will get that. We're Muppets now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, rrr, 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 starts this week. I'm still annoyed that I didn't get into Doom this weekend, though. I'm so sad I don't get to do Doom. Yeah, I, I put my alpha code in last year. Before the the, the turn in, but I never got the code for the alpha this, this weekend. Sucks. Damn you, Bethsidia. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> Bad joke. <laughs> okay, so I think that's all I've been playing. Um, I'm going to wrap it up and give you out my contact details. So I'm, uh, you can contact me on Twitter at chili underscore UK. Uh, Chili on NeoGaf, Chili on PSN. We're getting close to 800 friends on PSN, so yeah, let's get there. Um, I'm travelling to Middlesbrough in November to give the winner his prize for the Destiny competition. I'm handing it to him in person. What? Yeah. <laughs> Carry falling from the sky. <laughs> So I'm travelling two hours to give him his prize in person. Damn, Ben. <laughs> if I want a prize, you better deliver it to me, too, in person. <laughs> Get on your flight. 
<laughs> you win this keychain. I'll be there in, in 12 hours. <laughs> you go, get ready, got to catch the flight. Yeah. And then somewhere in the, in the baggage, it's it's all lost. Like, sh- damn, yeah. it's still in, in London. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'll be at Middlesbrough to give him his prize. Um, there'll be another competition coming soon, but there won't be many because it's getting to December. And you know what that means? Zodmas, yes. I will hopefully be doing what I did last year, where every day through December, I will be giving away a PSN voucher. Every day. From December 1st to December 25th. Um, so yeah, Zodmas will be coming back December. So stay tuned for more details on how to enter Zodmas. Um, so yeah, that's how you can contact me. Uh, oh yeah, vouchers. remember to contact me on if you want me to get now what I'm singing. Unless someone wants to get me as a gift, then I'll sing for you personally. <laughs> in, in person. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, okay, Kevin, how, how can people stalk you? Uh, you can stalk me on Twitter um, at Mr. Waxweasel. I'm on the forums as Waxweasel. You can contact me there if you want. On PSN as KipKebab92, because I still cannot change my PSN name. Thank you, Sony. You'll never be able to. Shh. Let, let me have some hope. And um, last but not least, you can mail me at Kevin. Dot rumbouts, I think, at psu.com. And Gary, how can people stalk you? Uh, Twitter at gagalush, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H, or at my PSU email at gary, that's G-A-R-R-I, at psu.com. You sound like a cheerleader. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, don't be jealous. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up now. A nice nice short podcast for once for us. It's actually short, which is good. Oh, that means we keep going. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thankful for the shortness of this podcast. But right. I, I think we should also thank God for me. Have a good week, everyone. See you all.